Time to break down the game film and look at the X's and O's, the KO's and the O's from the world of sports. Bet Online presents All Balls, All Sports. We start with some sad news. Former Bears great Gail Sayers passes away at 77. Mm. victim of dementia, which contributed to his death. Sayers, one of the best running backs ever, came out of Kansas. Inducted into the Hall of Fame at 34, which is the youngest player ever to do that. His career essentially cut short to five years by knee injuries. Uh, He survived a right knee injury, came back and led the league in 69. And, you know, that's like back when surgery was performed by dentists. So I don't know how he did that. And barely played in 1771. So essentially five-year career, all pro five times, averaged five yards a carry, 30 yards he averaged per kickoff return, and almost 15 yards per punt. So amazing dude. Also known, of course, for uh, his role in the life of of, uh, Brian Piccolo, passed away from cancer in his prime, and they made the TV movie Brian's Song starring James Caan as Piccolo and Billy D. Williams as Sarah's. This is a a great from – I guess what's becoming another generation, but I can still see him fresh in my mind and, and better than any running back I think I've ever seen. He would always, he was very smooth. He, he had a couple, a couple things I remember. He would always say, I think his famous thing from the NFL films is like, I just need eight inches of daylight or some, some 18, yeah. Is it 18 inches of daylight inches. or square, square through? It's all I need. Also, I think, Think against the 49ers, uh, famous sort of mud bowl game where he just ran back kickoffs to the house, ran, uh, got, you know, maybe 150 or 200 yards rushing, but took a few to the house on kickoff return and maybe punt return. It's sort of crazy game where everyone was slipping and sliding everywhere because it was like this rainstorm and he could do it, uh, he could somehow run through the mud while everyone else was sliding everywhere and get traction, which is an interesting thought. I'm now going to bounce this off of you guys. Um, race car drivers um, have to sort of feel, have to sort of like Nikki Lotta said, like, I don't have a very good brain, but I have a good butt and I can feel <laughs> things in my butt. I can feel when the car's wrong. I can feel when the car's starting to get loose. The whole thing about race car driving is, when is that point where the car breaks loose? Because that's what it is. You have to get right to that point, but don't go past that point. But if you go under that point, then you're not competitive. So the great drivers somehow can feel where that point is, where you're going around a corner. You're trying to go as fast as you can possibly go around that corner, but you can't just go flat with your accelerator pedal. You can't just plow through the corner. You go right out the other side of the corner. You'll spin out. You'll go all over the place. What is that that feeling? It's innate. It's like, it's like balance. It's like a kind of a balance. And so you take uh, a guy like Senna. They said, Ayrton Senna, they said, oh, he was faster than everybody in the rain. But, because now it's that feeling and you've just heightened it. Now it's even more acute because the rain, the rain makes it even more difficult to find where that edge is. The the rain kind of blurs that edge. Like you don't know how much rain is on that corner, how dry it is, like what the line is. So the greats, like the Ayrton Senna, 
he was super fast in the rain, which just meant he was more skilled and had more feeling and more you picturing driving a 700 horsepower car through the rain and how easily you could just slide off the track if you didn't keep it right at that edge. Yes, Brian. Well, if, if you have that it that like Senna had, you know what I mean, for example, or whoever else, the rain actually benefits you because you're, you, you, you're the same, right? You still feel it that way. But everyone else's lack of it exacerbates the difference between you and them. It separates you from the pack. Right. And Gail Sayers was such a finesse, nuanced, kind of balanced runner, not a Earl Campbell type, but just such a poetry in motion kind of guy. That that famous game, I guess it was San Francisco they were playing, was a mud ball, and he was just running past everyone because like Senna, that extra ability he had was enhanced by the slippery conditions. What Put in Gale Sayers' mud bowl game or something and see if uh, – also check out uh, Hall of Fame kicker Jan Stenerud, by the way, <laughs> if we're looking up Jan's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was in San Francisco. I, it was a mud bowl, and everyone was having trouble keeping up with him. He looked like the he was running like the field was dry. Everyone else was running like the field was what it was, like super slippery. And think about running on something that's super slippery. You need that super extra balance and ability, right, to not slide out. What was that game? 49ers, I think. Gale Sayers, San Francisco 49ers, Mud Bowl or whatever. You can just see him running in a way that made it possible for him to run on that slick, muddied field. But uh, anyway, go ahead, uh, Jeff. Well, as 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 brilliant, as instinctual, as uh, in grasp of affinity as that is, as a 13-year-old Packers fan, all I remember is going, no, not again. He would do it every single time against the Packers. He was just amazing. And you couldn't get angry. You could get angry at Fran Tarkenton. When I was a kid watching Packers play Minnesota, you would just go, oh, please, just kill him. Just shoot him. That can't be legal with Fran Tarkenton. But with Sarah's, you just sat in amazement and, and just watched him beat the Packers and then go, what are you going to say? He's, he's, even, the, even back then, I said, this may be the best running back I ever see in my life. He was just unbelievable. Yeah, I always wanted my Rams to smash Sir Francis of Tarkington, as Howard Cosell called him. Because at some point, he would disrespectfully turn his back to the defense when he was scrambling. Like, he would literally disrespect the defense. He was one of the few guys who scrambled who would turn his back to the defense while he was scrambling. You don't see that these days, people turning their back on the defense, but they would turn their back on the defense. Max Pato, what was that? So, well, he had the famous six touchdown game, and the pictures I see look very, very muddy that's, against the Yeah, that's what I'm finding too. So you can Everything looked right for Gale Sayers. The 49ers were slipping, the rest of the Bears were slipping, but the Gales walked through everybody. Sayers recorded one of the NFL's finest single game performances. Uh, I said Mud Bowl 49ers. This isn't. Oh, yeah. It's a, oh, yeah. No, no, this is. This is what it's I'm not referred about. to as the mud bowl. No, I okay. It's they're playing the 49ers. The field's yeah. covered with mud. And that's what I found. So. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> All right, that's it. it. He was good, but he didn't have four of those games under his belt. This that this that one. <laughs> but he takes a kickoff back to the house, and if you show him 
taking a kickoff or maybe a punt to the house. You can see him running through this field that everyone else is trying to navigate, and he's just skating past it like a uh, water bug. Yeah, just thinking to yourself, watching those kinds of kickers, you're thinking if you're the fan of the Bears opponent, you're just thinking, God, no, please, no, please, no, please, no. Don't kick at the stairs. Please, no. And he would eventually just break your heart. He was that good. Only five years. That's amazing. I know. Five years. Hall of Famer in five years. It's always amazing how often the decree goes down. Don't kick it to this guy and how many times he receives the kick. Like, it seems pretty yeah. easy. See, we can just see him, and it's like everyone else is sliding and flopping and sliding, and he's just cutting. <laughs> yeah. It's all balance. He's not wearing special cleats. It's just other guys. No. He's Senna in the rain. Yeah. All right. Four well, touchdown he'll... runs, one touchdown catch, and a punt return touchdown. He'll be missed. Oof. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep it in the NFL. Uh, how did uh, Chargers rookie Justin Herbert get his first NFL start at quarterback ever? Well, starting quarterback Tyrod Taylor's lung was punctured by a team doctor before the Chiefs game trying to give Taylor a painkiller for cracked ribs. So, wow. Yeah. So the doctor has the starting quarterback on the table who's complaining of cracked ribs or probably uh, just just wailing at the pain of cracked ribs. He's about to give him a shot of whatever the hell they give him nowadays. And he hits his lung and punctures it. Well, where See, I've never heard of that. I haven't either. But so where are we at with Tyrod and uh, is it Hebert? Hebert. Hebert. Or Herbert. Sorry. Justin Herbert. 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 Oh, hmm. that doctor did the Chargers a favor. Gary, I know you're here. I know you can chime in. Man, that doctor knew it was best for the team. Listen, Dr. Herbert's been the team doctor for nearly nine months now. And no, so, um, all right. Herbert looked good. And, uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a kind of a journeyman, but Herbert looked good and he was really just a beat away from beating the Super Bowl champions. I mean, he he really could have won that game. And I don't know if Tyrod is coming back. On the other hand, they used to say, although I don't think it works anymore, they used to go, nobody loses their job to an injury. That used to be the thing. But they used to say the Golden Globes basically dictate the Oscars or the squid can pick out the uh, Super Bowl winner. And once we announce these things, it all ended, you know. <laughs> but so this guy gets his lung punctured by team doctor and he's going to have to give up his starting position or who's starting this week. And what do we think of the injury? Yes, Brian. Tyrod can't play this week. He's already been ruled out. Okay. Uh, they think, yeah. think it's me a multi-week injury. Let's not forget, and this will be off the top of my head, so get, forgive me for getting a detail or two wrong. Uh, in 2001, uh, a, uh, a above-average quarterback named Drew Bledsoe went out of the second game of the season with a sheared blood vessel against, I believe, the Jets. He Jets. got hit, on, he got yeah. hit out of the sidelines. I think it was Cox and, who hit him. It might have been, so the Jets makes sense, yeah. So he ended up getting a sheared blood vessel. It was much worse than they thought. He was out for six weeks or whatever, and in comes a young man named Tom Brady, who turns up to be playing pretty well, and uh, yeah, out the window goes the, you know, can't lose your job due to an injury. It's like, oh, you, the guy played a lot better than you. Yeah, 
uh, Chargers uh, coach said that uh, he's not going to lose his job when he's healthy. He's going to be the starter, but then he'll pull him after uh, one session in the first half, <laughs> in the first quarter, and then he'll put in Herbert, who is the future. I mean, that guy looked composed. He's big as an ox, and he looked good. And, he plays. You know, the best team in football, least uh, top two or three, is uh, the Chiefs, and he was pretty much winning that entire game. Miraculous ending. So a possible another question for Garagos. Hmm. What are we talking here with uh, malpractice oh. or suing, you know, are the union getting involved or what are we talking? Yeah. How about, union? How about MVP? The yeah. team doctor's MVP, isn't he? Well, the, there definitely Oops. seems like a lawsuit because even if you come back in four weeks and then have a subpar first quarter and you get yanked, you can go, yeah, that's because I was recovering for three My and a half weeks. Punctured. My lung was yeah. punctured. Yeah. Fun fact, I did see, uh, I forget, maybe Adam Schefter, maybe some, someone, some expert, uh, NFL experts say, as part of the CBA, players cannot sue over medical uh, pr- uh, procedures or whatever they accept, they willfully accept. So obviously, Tyrod Taylor mm. was like, yeah, give me the shot. Oh, so no. uh, it would seem his options are very limited. Maybe his family could say, I don't know, you have to ask Garagas, but that's what I read today. Interesting. All right, uh, let me hit uh, bet online here. Uh, the wait is finally over, and uh, you uh, know football season, as we've been talking about, is up and running. You want to get in on some of this action? Uh, Bills and Rams, that's a good game. Texas Steelers and Texans and Steelers. Packers and Saints, uh, Vikings, Titans, Buccaneers, and Broncos, and uh the game I'm looking forward to is uh, Raiders and Patriots. I think that's going to be a hell of a game. More options to wager than anywhere online from spreads and totals to props. You get in on season opening bonuses, wager on wins and division championship futures. Just head to Bet Online. Do it today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Visit betonline.ag, our exclusive partner, at Podcast One. And don't forget promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. You want to bring it home, uh, Jeff? You got it. This is Jeff Cesario, and that is all for All Balls, All Sports. All Balls, All Sports. Presented by Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert.